is the Ford Theater, an hour of radio drama presented by the Ford Motor Company, makers of Ford, Mercury, and Lincoln cars, and Ford trucks, farm tractors, and motor coaches. Today's play, Mark Connolly's The Green Pastures. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Howard Lindsay speaking. Last week, we met at this playhouse to consider several amusing instances of homicide in the borough of Brooklyn. Today, our subject matter is very different. This week, we are assembled to hear justified the ways of God to man as set forth in Holy Writ. This week, in other words, the green pastures. Mark Connolly's play is a reverent, whimsical and profoundly sincere attempt to illustrate the miracle of faith. It tells the story of the Old Testament as that story is reflected in the imagination of a devout Negro preacher in the American South. It's a truly great play, I think, and great is a word I seldom use. Richly humorous and deeply moving as well, it may lead us to wonder a little about an ancient problem, namely... What could conceivably hold more value for any of us than the simple faith so many of us have lost or forgotten? This is Mark Connolly's The Green Pastures, adapted for the Ford Theater by Max Wiley. Mr. Connolly calls his play a fable, suggested by Rourke Bradford's Old Man Adam and his Chillum. The fable begins in the Sunday school room of a Negro church somewhere in Louisiana. The Reverend Mr. Deshay is reading the Bible to a class of ten small children. And Adam lived 130 years and begat Seth. And Seth lived 105 years and begat Edith. And it go on like that until we come to Methuselah. Then the book say, And all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred and sixty and nine years. And he died. Now, children, how do you think you go to like the Bible? I think it's just wonderful, Mr. Deshay. I can't understand any of it. What the world look like when the Lord began, Mr. Deshay? What you mean, what it look like? Carlisle means... Who was in New Orleans then? There was nobody in New Orleans on account of they wasn't in New Orleans. There wasn't nothing on the earth at all case for the reason there wasn't any earth. But, Mr. Deshay, what Carl I want to hey, know Hey, is... Rudolph, pay attention here. If you don't listen, how you gonna grow up to be a good man? You wanna grow up to be a transgressor? Oh, no. Well, then. Now, what do Carlisle want to know? How he decide he wants the world to be right here. Because the book say, don't it, Mr. Deshay? The book say, but at the same time, that's a good question. The answer is that the book ain't got time to go into all the details. Some of the things we got to figure out for ourselves. Like one time there was no place except heaven. So one day the Lord get the idea he'd like to make some more places. 
So he made the sun and the moon and the stars, and he made the earth. Who was around then? Angels. What was they doing? They just flew around and had a good time. Them days there was no sin, so they must have had a good time. Did they have picnics? Sure did. The nicest kind of picnics. They had fish fries with vile custard and ten-cent cigars for the adults. What did God look like, Mr. Deshay? In the days when the Lord walked earth in the shape of a natural man, he looked just like old Reverend Dubois. Who does Reverend Dubois? He was the finest-looking old man I ever knew. So that's the lesson for today. Pretty near half past in time for you children to go home to dinner. Great. Wait, wait, wait. But before you go, I want you to go with me to main facts. What's the name of the book? Genesis. That's good. I'd go now. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And the darkness was upon the face of the This is the best fish fry we had this season. Oh, fish coming right now. Catfish, too. You know, the men is all worm fishing. They won't catch much that way. What you said? What's wrong with worm fishing? What's wrong with it? The only way for catfishing is many fishing. Anybody know that? Well, how do you do, Lily? How you been and how's your mammy? Oh, I'm just fine, Miss Jenny. And so's my mammy, thank you. Your mammy here today? Yes, ma'am. She's waiting on the welcome table over by the throne of grace. She always was pretty holy. Yes, she likes it there. And the Lord's took quite a fancy to her. Well, ain't that nice. I declare your mammy one of the finest lady angels I know. Now, she claim you the best one she knows. Well, when you come right down to it, I suppose we's all pretty near perfect. Lord don't lost associate with the devil anymore, so there's no more sinning. Poor old Satan. Whatever become of him? The Lord put him someplace. Well, I do a heap of traveling, and I ain't never come across no place but heaven. If the Lord kicked Satan out of heaven, just where did he go? Now, that's my question. You let the Lord keep his own secrets, Lily. Nowadays, heaven free of sin. And if a lady wants a little constitutional, she can fly till she wing-weary without getting insulted. Why, good morning, Archangel. Good morning, folks. I wonder, can I interrupt the fish fry and give out the Sunday school card? Oh, sure. Now then, Cherubs, why is you here? Because we're so good. That's right. Now, who the big balls? Our dear Lord. That's right. When you all grow up, what you gonna be? Holy angels at the throne of grace. That's right. Now, you passed your examinations, and it gives me great pleasure to hand out the diploma cards for the whole class. Geneva Chapri, Corey Moulton, Harriet Prancy, and I guess you is Brozane Stewart. Archangel, I think Gabriel's coming in. Shh. Gabriel looks like he's fixing to announce something. Gangway! Gangway for the Lord God Jehovah! Is you been baptized? Certainly, Lord. Is you been baptized? Certainly, Lord. Is you been baptized? Certainly, Lord. Certainly, 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 Lord. 
Is it been redeemed? Is it been redeemed? Is it been redeemed? Let the fish fry proceed. <laughs> Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Deacon. You're looking pretty spry. Can't complain, Lord. They've just been giving out the Sunday school cards to the children. Well, that's good. <laughs> Hammond, you hear me? I'll slap you down good. You need go to Lord's coat. That's all right, sister. He just playing. He got imp blood in him. He's so vexed. I ain't minding him none, sister. He just flapping around, feeling good. Uh, a little bar custard, Lord. Well, thank you kindly, Gabriel. Ooh, this looks nice. Ten cents cigar, Lord. Thank you, thank you. How the fish fry going? Okay, Lord. But let me give you a light for that cigar, Lord. No, thanks. I'll just keep it in my pocket till I get back to the office. Uh-oh. Well, what's the matter, Lord? You hmm? don't seem to be enjoying the custard. I is the custard maker, Lord. Is there something wrong with the custard? Well, you make this? Sure did, Lord. I've been doing this a long time. It's supposed to be perfect. Well, I taste the eggs okay and the, the cream and sugar. Oh, I know what it is. What's that, Lord? It needs just a little bit more firmament. There's firmament in it, Lord. Well, there ain't enough. We's all out of firmament. Ain't a drop in the jug. You don't say. Well, I just ran back and passed a miracle. Let it be some firmament. And when I say let it be some firmament, I don't want just a little dab of firmament. I want a whole mess of firmament. The cherubs is getting all wet. You don't say. Look at my Carlotta, Lord. She's soaked to the skin. Well, of course, we don't want the children to catch cold. Gabriel, can't you drain it off some way? Well, there's no place to drain it, Lord. If you can't drain it, we got to take the babies home, Lord. They'll sure catch their death here. Well, no, sister. Just a minute now. I don't want to bust up the fish fry. Uh, let me think on this one. I'll, uh, I I'm going to pass another miracle. Let there be a place to drain off this firmament. Let there be mountains and valleys and oceans and lakes. And let there be rivers and bayous to drain it off in, too. As a matter of fact, let there be the earth. We better call that the sun. It looked like the sun, don't it? Yeah, it sure does. But what are we going to use it for? Right now, it's going to dry the cherub's wing. Why, thank you, Lord. That's very handy of you, Lord. Uh, Lord, uh, Lord, come over to the railing here and see what you did down there. Do you see it, Lord? You see it? Yes, Gabriel. Hmm, that is. That looks mighty nice, Lord. Yeah. Yes, sir. That'll make mighty nice farm country. Just look at that South 40 over that way. Mm-hmm. My, 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 sure is a pity and a shame to let it go to waste. I'm thinking the same thing, Gabriel. It's a good earth. 
Gabriel? Uh, yes, Lord. I'm going down there and see what I just done. Yes, Lord. You take care of the fish fry, and when that's over, you is working, boss, while I'm gone. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. The office, too? Sure, the office, too. Well, anything accumulated there I should tend to? Well, there's the matter of them two stars I told you about, uh-huh. and that little sparrow that fell down. Uh-huh. There ain't been nobody pick it up yet. I guess that's about all. I'll be back Saturday. I'm going to pass one more miracle. You gotta all help me and not make a sound, cause this is the most important miracle I've done today. Let there be men. Son. Good morning, Lord. What's your name, son? Name Adam. Adam which? That ain't no name. What's the rest of it? Well, just Adam, I guess, Lord. Well, Adam, how they treating you? How things going? All right, I guess, Lord, but but it's kind of new line of work. Oh, you'll soon get the hang of it? You, um, you got mighty good muscles on you, man. Yeah, ain't they? Mm. I was just noticing. Look here at this one, Lord, while I, while I make her go up and down. Say, that's something. You is a nice job. You know, Adam, you kind of a new style with me, too. A new style, Lord? Yeah. You is a man, son. So that's what I am. Yeah. Only there's one little thing the matter with you. Did you notice it? Well, now you mention it, Lord, I, I do feel like there's something missing. You is a family man. You needs a family. That's what's wrong with you, Adam. Is that what it is? Uh, just... What is a family, Lord? I'm going to show you. Now, Adam, this here is Eve. Eve, now you are all right. You and Adam going to have a family. Yes, yes Lord. Lord. Now I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two the run of this whole garden. Eve, take care of this man. Adam, you take care of this woman. Yes, yes, Lord. You all belongs to each other. Now, I don't want you to try to do too much, because you're both kind of a experiment with me. Yes, Lord. Oh, we're going to be careful. I think the best thing to do is just enjoy yourself. Drink the water out of the brook there, and the wine from the grapes and the berries. Eat the food that's hanging in the trees for you. Thank you, Lord. That's nice, Lord. That is all but that one tree there. Adam, Eve... Yes, Lord. Stay out of them apples. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, I got to be getting along now. I got a thousand and one things to do. Goodbye, Adam and Eve. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Goodbye, Lord. My, my. I never see such a tree as that. Which one you mean, Eve? Why, this apple tree. I can't help looking at it. That's how they come to be Adam and Eve. You remember what happened after that, children? You remember, Myrtle? Yes, Mr. Deshay. They ate the apple and they got driven out the garden. That's right. Then what happened? 
They felt very bad about that. I don't mean how they feel. I mean what they do. They have Cain and Abel. That's right, Carlisle. We know quite a lot about that. But the most thing we know is this boy Cain was a mean rascal. Cain, look what you've done to Abel. Lord, he come monking around. I'm working in the field, and he's sitting in the shade. What was the argument about, Cain? He is romping on me too much. How you mean that? He hollers at me. I'd be scared to be in this hot sun. I'd be scared my brains gets cooked. I don't see nothing the matter with saying that. Mm, but then he says, "'Cause you ain't got no brains, so you ain't in no danger.'" So then you flang this rock at him. So then I flang the rock. Did you aim to hit him or miss him? If I miss him, all right. If I hit him, all right. That's the way I feel at the time. I'm here to tell you that that's called a crime. When the new judge gets on this, you'll be dragging a ball and chain the rest of your life. But he come making me the fool. I'd bust anybody what make me the fool. I ain't saying you're right, and I ain't saying you're wrong. But I do say, if I was you, I'd clear out the country. You go get yourself married and raise some chillin. Ain't nothing to make a man forget his troubles like raising a family. Now get along. Yes, sir. I'm already hitting the road. Adam and Eve, you better try again. You better have Seth and a lot more chillin. Hey there. Hello, country boy. Hello, good looking. Which way is the town? You look all tired out. Feels like I've been walking 40 years. But which way is it to the town? Good looking. You ain't trying to match me with this talk, is you? Look here, gal. I asked you a question. And if you don't answer me, I'm going to bend you across my pants and burn your good. I sure would hate to get you mad at me, country boy. I bet you can handle a gal real mean with them big arms of yours. Don't be afraid. I ain't so mean. You got two mean-looking eyes. I bet you hot coffee among the women. I ain't never found out. You know, you're kind of pretty. Who told you that? These two mean-looking eyes. Yeah. Where you bound for beautiful? Thought I might settle down here for a spell. You live with your people? Course I does. Suppose they take in a border? I think maybe they would. You got a bow, honey? Uh-uh. You has now. Well, that's arranging it real fast. What's your name, city boy? Kane. Then I'm Kane's gal. Come on into town and meet the folks. Bad business. I don't like the way things is going at all. fade back into present time. The Green Pastures was first produced, by the way, just short of 18 years ago in February 1930. One of the finest performances in my memory of the theater was that of the late Richard B. Harrison as DeLord. 
The part is played today by Juano Hernandez, a worthy successor to the creator of the role. During the intermission now, we shall hear from Kenneth Banghart speaking for the Ford Motor Company. Mr. Banghart. In the early morning blackness of the day after Christmas, here in New York, snow began to fall. When we went to work that morning, we didn't pay much attention to the snow. New Yorkers usually don't. But by noon, the snow was pretty deep, and it continued to fall. Before we knew it, cars were stalled, streets were blocked, trains had stopped running, and New York was paralyzed by two feet of snow, the heaviest snowfall in its history. The city looked strange, muffled in white, and New Yorkers did strange things, went skiing on Park Avenue and threw snowballs in a Times Square empty of cars. But on the more serious side, the storm proved something most of us didn't realize. The next day, there were no deliveries of newspapers, milk, bread, meat, or any other kind of food. Stores couldn't send the things we bought. Factories couldn't deliver the things they made. Business was at a standstill. New York was helpless because trucks could not get through, and trucks are the lifeblood of New York. And until trucks hauled away the snow and opened the streets again, New York remained paralyzed. This huge city was forcibly reminded that without trucks, it could not live as it does. And the same is true of your community. Without trucks, your community could not be what it is, and you could not live nearly as comfortably and conveniently as you do. That's why the new 48 Ford trucks are important to you. Although you may never buy or operate a truck, you are served by Ford trucks every day. And you will be served better because Ford trucks are built better. Built by the organization which has produced more trucks than any other. Built stronger to last longer. Bonus built by Ford. The second act of The Green Pastures will be heard after a brief pause for station identification. Returning now, not to Genesis, but to our original starting point, the Sunday school room down south where the Reverend Mr. Deshay continues the ancient story. So that is how it come to be there as man. But right away the Lord discovered something he don't like. Man don't seem to know how to behave himself. And the Lord decide he going down to the earth and see about things. And he tells Gabriel he's in charge. But not to be in no hurry to blow the horn. And why is that, do you think, Carlisle? Because when he blow, that's the end of everything. That is the exact point, Carlisle. So the Lord leaves for the earth, instructing Gabriel not to blow yet on account of the earth is just beginning. And the people haven't had a chance to learn much yet what day is all about. Well, I guess that's all the important business this morning, Lord. What about that complaint from that little cherub, Christina Montgomery? Well, I didn't get no notice of it. I don't think, Lord. Well, here it is right here. Yeah? Uh, cherub Christina, wings is molten out of season, 
and nobody know what to do. Now, take care of that. You got to be more careful, Gabe. Yes, Lord. Sorry about that. And Gabe. Yes, Lord. You got your mouth real close to that horn. You got to watch yourself while I'm gone, Gabriel. Well, I wasn't going to blow, Lord. I just do that every now and then so as I can keep the feel of it. You mind that you don't blow it yet, Gabe. Well, I got to be going along now to the earth. See my people. Must be four, five hundred years since I've been there. I wasn't any too pleased with that job last time I looked at it. Well, I wouldn't worry about it, Lord. Little change might do your world a good. And besides, you know you don't make mistakes, Lord. So they tell me. I find I can be displeased, though. What time is it, Gabe, by the sun and the stars? Uh, just a minute, i take a look. Uh, just exactly half past, Lord. Well, take care of yourself. I'll likely be back around Saturday. That's nice. Nice and quiet. That's the way I like Sunday to be. Hey, stop that noise. Oh, pop your pants, country boy. Who you think you're talking to? Stop that, I tell you. Well, what right you got to stop a lady enjoying herself, banjo eyes? Don't you know this is the Sabbath? This is the Lord's Day? Ah, go on, Grandpa. Nowadays, folks just use Sunday to get over Saturday. You're awful sassy, gal. Yeah, I come from sassy people. I could tell that without you telling me. The way I come from, we even speak mean of the dead. What's your name, young lady? <laughs> What's my name? What you really thinking is how would it be if you tried to kiss me? You preachers is the devil. I ain't aiming to touch your daughter. What is your name? Zeba. Who's your family? Well, I'm the great-great-granddaughter of Seth. Of Seth? Well, Seth was a mighty good man. Yeah, he too good. <laughs> he died holiness. Daughter, you on the road to hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the road to the picnic grounds. I got a date with my sweet papa. There he is. That's him coming right there, wearing the box coat. He don't like people talking to me. Hello, sugar. Who's that you talking to? What's your name, son? I soak and water, country boy. I said, what is your name? Cain, the six. I was afraid of that. Where you live? Me? Most any place. Yeah, I believe that. And you're going to see them all. Is there other young men on the earth like you? <laughs> well, the gals don't think so. <laughs> Come on, honey. We're going to the picnic ground. <laughs> Bad business. Bad. I'm going to walk down the road and see about this. All I got to say is that this year, mankind, I've been peopling my worth, my earth with, is, well, they ain't so much. Still, there must be good people around. There's somebody ringing that bell. That's a sure enough church bell. I ought to know. I got a good mind to wipe them out and people the earth with angels. No, no, that, that ain't no good. Angels is okay singing and flying around and like that, but they ain't much on getting the crops in. No, sir, thinking it over, there, there must be some good use for mankind on this earth. I kind of like this earth. The appearance of it is, is pleasing to the eye. If mankind wasn't so doggone sinful, my 
goodness, he's sinful. Maybe I might just as well give it to a bunch of channel catfish. I just can't stand sin. Good morning, brother. Oh, good morning, brother. I declare, you look like a good man. Oh, I try to be, brother. I'm the preacher here. I don't think I've seen you to the meeting. Well, I've been pretty busy. Yeah, these days, everybody's so busy they can't get nothing done. They're so busy doing something else, i got to sing ten in my own choir, besides doing the preaching. Is that a fact? Yeah, that's a fact, brother. Gambling, good timing, all kinds of goings on, full of sin. Oh, but when Gabriel blows his horn, you'll see them all jump full of remorse. Hey, how do you know about that, about Gabriel? Oh, when he blows, that's the end. Well, now, that seems uh, what we might say arbitrary. No such. It's the Lord's will. Mm. All these folks around here, they just lazy. Is that all they is? Mean, too, and full of sin. Uh, you look like a preacher, too, brother. Well, only in the manner of speaking. Well, that's all preaching is, a manner of speaking, providing you mean it. <laughs> that is the best sentence I've heard since this morning. Thank you, brother. Are you passing through the neighborhood? Yeah, just just going through the country. You know, I've been feeling just about the same as you do. About things, that is. Uh, I don't believe I caught your name. My name's Noah. How do you do, Noah? Howdy. Uh, since you're just passing through, uh, why don't you stop and give us the pleasure of your company for dinner? I believe my old woman has just killed a chicken. Uh, now, at least while I've seen her chasing around the yard. Well, that's mighty nice of you, brother. <laughs> our home. Noah, I like that sign up there. Yeah, that's the way we feel, preacher. Uh, this here's my wife. Uh, this gentleman's a preacher too, honey, just going through the country. You just catch me when I'm getting dinner. You gonna stay with us? I reckon he is. Ain't going nowhere else for dinner. Well, if I ain't intruding, Noah suggested as long as I didn't have any place you to... You sit right down here. I'll get the chicken right out of the pot. First, I got to call the folks. Ham! Shem! Uh, there's my boys. Jeffy! They always have Sunday dinner with us, but there's always late. You and Noah sit right down, sir, and begin. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Noah. I'm going back in the kitchen for a moment. Mm-hmm. Brother Noah, you yeah. got a fine wife. Yeah, she's a pretty good woman. You got a nice little home here, Noah. Have a ten-cent cigar? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Noah... Just what seems to be the main trouble among the people here. Loose living is the main trouble. The women all the time making love and the men making bad liquor. Mm. Ooh, What's I, the matter, Noah? Oh, you look like you got the misery. Ah, it's the rheumatiz, brother. Somehow I always feel it just before we get a big rain. Has you uh, had much experience with rain, Noah? Ah, no more than no other man. Wet down my vegetables or make a leak in the roof. Noah? Yes, sir. Rain is going to fall all the way to the Mississippi Delta. You don't say. I do say. And what would you say if I say it's going to rain 40 days and 40 nights? I, I, that was a complete rain. Noah, you don't know who I is, do you? Uh, your face looks easy, but uh, I don't recall the name. I should have known you. I should have seen the glory. I is the Lord. I am your servant, Lord. I ain't very much, but I's all I got. You're a good man, Noah. Thank you, Lord. You stand up now. 
Look, Noah. I'm walking the earth in the shape of a natural man. And so far as I can see, you and your family is the only respectable people in the world. They just all poor sinners, Lord. I know, but I'm against sin. And I'm the boss. I'm a god of wrath and vengeance. And that's why I'm going to destroy this world. Just as you say, Lord. But not you, nor your family, Noah. However, the rest of them, they got to go. All the rest? All the rest. Noah. Yes, sir. You take this paper. This paper show you how to build a thing, what I'm going to call the ark. That's a name for the biggest boat you ever see. A big boat, Lord? Yeah, a big boat. Now, this year paper show you how to make it. This is what they call the... The specifications. Uh, what's the idea behind the boat? Uh, if it ain't straining to ask you, Lord. It ain't straining, and the idea is I still kind of like my experiment with mankind. But I'm sick of what he's doing with it. And so I decided I'm going to kill everybody. You are a very direct man, ain't you, Lord? Now, just specifically, uh, what do you want me to do with these uh, specifications? I want you to build me the ark. Put your family in it. And you put every kind of animal what there is in it. My sons and they wives? Every one of them. They are some that don't get along too good with each other. Just the same. Uh, about the animals, uh, does that include giraffes and hippopotamuses? Everything that is, like I said. And snakes? Sure, snakes. Uh, if you put snakes on this ark, uh, somebody just might get bit on the ankle. What's your point, Noah? Uh, well, the point is that we ought to take a keg of liquor uh, just in case somebody gets bit on the ankle. You can have a keg of liquor, Noah. Uh, thank you, Lord. But then we got those old cotton mouths and, and those moccasins and the horn rim rattler. Uh, maybe two kegs is better than one. I think one keg's enough. Yes, Lord, whatever you say. But you see, 40 days and 40 nights. One keg? Yes, Lord, one keg. I say I don't like it, Ham. What you saying to me for, Shem? I hate it myself. What come over Daddy all the time he blow the whistle? Well, I'll tell you the answer to that, Shem. Your pa is so full of liquor, he thinks he's in a race of some kind. He thinks we're nearly to where we're supposed to be going. Well, I've been looking, it seems like the same old territory. I claim he ain't seen no land yet, Ma. And I claim your daddy's a perfect nuisance and nothing else. Hello, wife. Hello, sons. Well, the watch don't look so rough today. She's riding a little bit easier today. Like a old mule. Well, honey, I don't know why you're romping on me. When my own sons will tell you I's the best boatman they had around here in some time. We getting close to land, honey. Ah, why I call you honey. After what I've been through with you and with the chimpanzees, only the Lord could say. Don't you take that name in vain. Never would I, honey. I got more reason than you got. But I think we getting close. Hey, Ham! Get the sounding line! You bet, Daddy. Japheth! Get over to the top rail and keep your eyes to the east! Yes, Daddy. I suppose now you got your sons working, you'll take another pull out of the keg. Oh, what's the matter with that? <sighs> Who you think's the pilot of this vessel? Old Mr. Dumb Luck. 
Well, you see right there is where you show you don't know nothing about nothing. I suppose you ain't drunk as a fool. Oh, that's a harsh thing to say, but I admit I feel congenial. You show look congenial. I wonder if you'd look the same way if the Lord was to show up sudden. The Lord knows what I'm doing, and don't you worry about that. I wouldn't say nothing against the Lord. He certainly let you know in plenty of time there'd be a change in the weather. But I bet even the Lord, and I'm saying disrespectful, I bet the Lord sometimes wonders why he put you in charge, in charge of this leaky boat with a bum engine. Oh, you go along, woman. You is one of the most difficult problems us men have. Daddy, Daddy. Oh, what's the matter, son, Jacob? There ain't nothing to matter, but here comes that last dove we got, oh. and she got an olive branch in her mouth. Uh, we hit the land, Daddy. Thank you, son. Well, see who's the pilot now, Mrs. North? Oh, that land. Look at that. I got to say, that's pretty. I knew it from the beginning, but it's mighty nice of you to say all this to your husband. Well, it was getting to be tiresome, Noah. All the cooking and all the animals and all the cleaning up. I'm sorry, Noah. Oh, forget it, wife. You just a woman. Run along now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much indeed, Lord. You're welcome, Noah. You're a good man, brother. Thank you ever so much, Lord. This really ain't in my line, you know. But you've done very good. I like the way you handled the ship. You watching that, Lord? I sure was. Uh, your old lady uh, sure started romping on you, Noah. Yeah, she got a bit restless, but I ain't blaming her much. You a very forbearing man, Noah. I was a married man, Lord. What? What's the orders now that we landed off? All the animals safe? You bet. Let all the animals go, Noah. Yes, Lord. Ham! Shem! Jaffer! Yes, Daddy? Open the starboard side of the ark! Good job you did, Noah. I ain't so displeased with this. Now I'll lean back and see what happens. It's got to work out all right. This time it's got to work. So, as Noah left it to the psalmist to say somewhat later on, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. My cup runneth over. Now, in the quiet after the storm, Mr. Kenneth Banghart for the Ford Motor Company. The next time you ride in an automobile, take a moment to look around you. No matter what make of car it is, you will see features which were pioneered for your comfort, convenience, and safety by the Ford Motor Company. Take the steering wheel, for instance. Ford was the first to put the wheel on the left, replacing tillers which had been in the center or wheels on the right. Every manufacturer in America adopted that. Look at the steering wheel itself. 
Ford was the first to replace the awkward wooden wheel with a plastic one, smaller, stronger, more comfortable to the hands and without the hazard of splitters. Look at the windows in the car. Probably they're all safety glass. It's required by law now in most states. Ford introduced the use of safety glass in every window 21 years ago. Look at the body. Perhaps it's one of the very popular two-door sedans. Ford introduced two-door body styles 33 years ago. And Ford was the first to use electrically all-welded bodies. And when you drive the car, you'll be more comfortable because Ford pioneered placing the seats between the wheels instead of over them. Ford introduced that in 1935, and every manufacturer soon followed suit. For almost half a century now, the Ford Motor Company has been working continually to make better and better automobiles. These are just a few of the many Ford firsts which have made Ford first. Today, as for half a century, Americans know that they can depend on Ford for quality cars, cars embodying the best in engineering, designing, and performance. The experience of three generations has proven that Ford products are first. First in engineering, first in designing, first in value. First choice of eight million Americans. thousand years later, or a couple of ticks of the big clock on the wall of Delord's heavenly office. Delord is seated at his desk going over the latest reports from the recording angel. Gabriel is in attendance, and he is improving the shining hour by polishing his trumpet as Delord speaks. Mankind must be all right at the core. Why did I ever bother with him? Gabriel. Yes, Lord. Lay that horn down and stop polishing the mouthpiece. Oh, I was just rubbing this cloth around. Just lay the cloth down and lay the horn down. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Gabe, did you notice that every now and then mankind turned out a fine specimen? Uh, Like uh, Abraham? Exactly, Gabriel. Like Abraham and like Isaac and Jacob and all that family. And there's the answer. The man that is good is the man that keeps busy. Now, as I recollect, I let that first one, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Adam. Adam. I let him just sit back and take care of that garden. So, sure enough, he gets into mischief. Man ain't built just to fool around and do nothing. Gabriel, Mm -hmm. call Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Okay, Lord. Was you uh, going anywhere near the big pit? Well, I could go that way. You want me to say something that way? Lean over the brink of the big pit and tell Satan he's just a plain fool if he thinks he can beat anybody as big as me. (laughs) I sure will, Lord. And then I'll spit right in his eye. Mm. Mighty good man, that Gabriel. Little headstrong now and then is all. Hmm. That new polish I put on the sun seemed to make it powerful hot. Maybe I better just pass a miracle here while I'm waiting. Let it be just a little bit cooler, please. Thank you. That's nice. That's real nice and very prompt. I appreciate that. Come in, please. How do you do, Lord? I'm Isaac. 
Pappy and me had to take the boy over to get him a can of wing ointment. Well, how are your wings now, Jacob? You comfortable? Oh, yes, Lord. You see, I was just... I think a... you're talking too much for your age, Jacob. Lord, I'm Abraham. Of course you is Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, your son and grandson. I'm pleased to see you three all together. I think you three men is the best I know since the day I made little apples. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn over a very valuable piece of property to your family. See what can they do with it. The rest of the world can go jump in the lake. Now then, seeing that you boys know the country pretty well, where does you think is the most choice piece of property in the whole world? If you was to ask me, Lord, I don't think they come any better than the land of Canaan. Uh, what's your feeling in the matter? Well, Pappy and me think... Do we get a pick? That would be it. All right. Now, who do you boys think is the best of your men to put in charge down there? Does you want the brainiest or the holiest, Lord? I want the holiest. I'll make him brainy. Well, if you want a number one goodness, Lord, I don't know where you'll get more satisfaction than in a great, 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 great grandson of mine. Where's he at? He's over in Midian County. He's in the sheep business. He got himself into a little trouble in Egypt. It wasn't his doing, though. He killed a man that was abusing one of our boys in the brickworks. Of course you know old King Pharaoh got all our people in bondage. Of course I do, son. Who do you think put them there? Oh, excuse me, Lord. What's the boy's name that got into trouble? Name Moses. Hmm, seems I heard of him. Moses is going to be the one to lead my people and your people out of the land of Egypt. It's quite a favor for the family, Lord. It happens I love your family, Abraham. I delight to honor it. That's all, gentlemen. Enjoy yourselves. Much obliged, you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm coming down to see you, Moses. This time my scheme's got to work. <laughs> Sun seems to be shining every place but right here. Shining on the sheep, but it, it ain't shining on me. And why ain't there no cloud there? Because I want it to be like that, Moses. Who's that? I'm the Lord, Moses. Keep your eyes open, son. Look there at that bush that's burning. You see that? I see the bush. You see it's burning, but it ain't burning up? You notice that? That's the truth. Now you believe me? Of course I does. It's wonderful. No, it ain't Moses. It was just a trick. That was a good trick, Lord. I've seen good ones, but that was the beatness. You're going to see lots bigger tricks than that, Moses. The fact is, you're going to perform them. I'm going to be a tricker? Me? I'm going to make you the best tricker in the world. You is going into Egypt. Egypt? I, I killed a man there, Lord. I know about that. If I show up daddy, they sure enough go after me good. Not when they see your tricks. You is going to lead my people out of Egypt and across the River Jordan. Yes, Lord, but, but won't Pharaoh try and stop me? That's where the tricks comes in. They say that he's awful fond of tricks. They say you can't take a rabbit out of hat you. You can't even get in to see him. Well, you see the tricks that you and me's going to show him. Doggone. I'd like for my brother Aaron to see this. 
Where's your brother, Aaron? Doggone, so dear. Hey, hey, what what happened to me? Oh, it's all right, Aaron. It's the Lord. Oh, well, how to do, Lord? That was the most sudden thing. Don't worry, son. I was just showing a trick. But bringing you here was the easy one. Now I'm really going to show the boys some tricks. Now, look at here. In this hand, I'm holding nothing but an ordinary walking stick. magician are coming yet. He was out killing Hebrews all night, Pharaoh, but I just seen him coming to back. Send him up. The head magician to the land of Egypt. Good morning, old king, Pharaoh. Morning, professor. What's the news? How many Hebrews you killed during the night? Just round about a thousand. Uh, uh, just under a thousand. I suppose you boys is doing all you can, but I find I ain't satisfied. How you mean that, your honor? I means I hates them chilling. We gotta think of some way to make them even more miserable. But there ain't nothing meaner than killing the babies, King. There must be. You, my head tricker, put your brain on it. I find I ain't enjoyed myself this morning. Might as well bust it up till tomorrow. What's the idea there? Who's making all that racket in my palace? Say, who told you two baboons you could come in here? Is you old King Pharaoh? That's me. And now, did you hear what I asked you? My name is Moses, and this is my brother Aaron. Is your old Hebrews? We sure is. Put them to the sword! Yes, come, come Stand back, everybody. Take it easy around me and my brother Aaron. Back him up with the rod, Aaron. Get back here. Come on, get back. Get back here. Get What's back the here. idea there? What you, what you doing to my coaches and my lady friends? Aaron is going to paralyze their hands if they don't lay off. We's a couple of magicians. Well, I'll be doggone. I got a couple of magicians of my own here, Moses. Hey there, head magician, put a spell on these Hebrews. Give them the, uh, gree-gree. Sure, go ahead. Give us the gree-gree. See what it gets you. What say, Aaron? Sure, let them try it. We turn the heads round backwards. Anybody think we can't do that? We came to show you some tricks. Then we're going to ask you to do something for us. Uh, sounds uh, reasonable enough. Providing the tricks is good. Want to see the first trick, Pharaoh? He ain't going to hurt nobody. Which one we do first, Aaron? Well, let's do the snake trick. No, this one don't hurt nobody. Go ahead, then. Look at this walking stick, King Pharaoh. Yeah, yep, I'm looking. I say, hokey pokey, and lay it on the ground. That's a good trick, son. Now, you turn that snake back into a stick. (laughs) Hey, you is good trickers. We the best is, is all. Now I want my favor. So, so, what is it? Let the Hebrew children go. Hebrews is my slave? Sure, we know that. That's why we come. I won't let them go. Now, let let us see another trick. You ain't gonna like this one. This one hurt? This one is most uncomfortable. Nets in the mill pond. Nets in the clover. Nets in the tater patch. Stinging all over. (laughs) 
Will you let my people go now, Pharaoh? No, no, send them away, they just killed us. Be gone. Now, how about it? Doggone, one just stang me on the nose. <laughs> well, Moses, now that the tricks is over, I must confess, I've been tricking you. It ain't only me, Pharaoh. It's me and the Lord God of Israel. Nonsense. I can out-trick you and the Lord both. No, you can't do that, Pharaoh. Pharaoh, you've been killing the Hebrew children long enough. Aaron, lift your rod. Now, look at there what's coming in. That's my son. My fine son. My boy. Sure enough, fine son, Pharaoh. But he's dead. You can't fight the Lord, Pharaoh. Now. Will you let the Lord's people go? Let them go. You can't go no further tonight, Brother Moses. This never happened to me before, Aaron. We've been wandering 40 years, Moses. You're an old man now. You can't expect to go as far as we can. But the Lord said I had to do it. To bring the people to the promised land. To the land of Canaan. What you complaining for, Moses? There it is, right there. Is that the Jordan, Aaron? Tell your brother the truth. That's the Jordan. That's the land of Canaan. And you did what the Lord said. Oh, lie down now, Moses. You're tired. You go ahead. The Lord's got his plans for me. Sound the signal to march. Take care of the Ark of the Covenant, Aaron. Yes, brother. Goodbye. Goodbye, Aaron. Yeah, his Lord. The children is going into the promised land. Use with me, ain't you, Lord? Course I is. Guess I'm through, Lord. You said uh, I couldn't go into the promised land. That's so, but that ain't all there was to it. How you mean, Lord? Moses, you've been a good man. You've been a good leader of my people. You got me angry once, that's true. And when you anger me, I'm a god of wrath. But I never meant you wasn't going to have what was coming to you. And I ain't going to do you out of it, Moses. It's just the country across the river that you ain't going to enter. You're going to have a promised land. Come on. I'm going to show it to you. We're going up this hill to see it. Moses, it's a million times nicer than the land of Canaan. Can't hardly see. Don't worry. That's just because you're so old. Oh, what's the matter? I forgot about Joshua and the fighting men. What about them? They're marching on Jericho. I told them to march around the walls, and then the Lord would be there to tell them what to do. That's right. He's there. Then who is this helping me up the hill? Your faith. Your God. And is you over there helping them too, Lord? Is you going to tell them poor children what to do? Of course I is. Listen, Moses, and I'll show you how I'm helping them.
did it, Lord. You've taken it. Listen to the children. There's in the reign of Canaan at last. You're the only God there ever was. Use the Lord. Well, children, even that scheme didn't work. Case after they got into the land of Canaan, they went to the dogs again. And they went into bondage again. Only this time, it was in the city of Babylon. And the way they carried on, worse than before. It seems every time the Lord do something good for mankind, mankind just turn around and cook up some more wickedness. This business of being the Lord ain't no better roses, Gabriel. You sure ain't, Lord. I'm fed up with it, if you ask me. I helped Adam, I helped Noah, I helped Moses, and I helped David. What's the grain that grew out of the seed? Sin. Nothing but sin throughout the whole world. I've given them every chance. I sent them warriors and prophets. I've given them laws and commandments, and they've betrayed my trust. Everything I've given them, they've defiled. Every time I've forgiven them, well, why don't you sit down, Lord, and rest yourself? Why don't you set your horn down and shut your mouth? Well, I wasn't aiming to blow yet, Lord. I don't know, Gabe. I don't know. I'm puzzled. Maybe, maybe when I walked the earth in the shape of a man, I, I lived with man so much that all I seen was his sins. That's what made me a god of wrath and vengeance. But I've been studying this problem a lot, Gabe. Yes, Lord. And I'm wondering... Wondering if I couldn't help man mow if if I was a god of mercy. Maybe if I tried to to understand his suffering, gave him my love and compassion. Folks, I'm coming down there once more. I'm coming down now with Gabriel, who's been a good man here for a long time. We're going to go to Bethlehem. And stand by for the birth of Jesus. We're going to hold Mary by the hand. That's his mama. I figure Jesus is the best idea I ever had. And I think if the people listen to him, we won't have no more problem with the world. declare the glory of God, the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Next week. Next week the Ford Theater begins one of radio's most important and most promising undertakings to date. On two consecutive Sundays we shall present for the first time on the air a complete dramatic biography of Abraham Lincoln. Part one, next Sunday, is adapted from Robert E. Sherwood's fine play, Abe Lincoln in Illinois. Part two, to be broadcast on February 15th, is an original radio drama written especially for the Ford Theater by Robert E. Sherwood entitled 
Abe Lincoln in Washington. It will carry the Lincoln story through the war years to its tragic conclusion. The two plays together should constitute a listening experience unique in the annals of radio. The Green Pastures was adapted for radio by Max Wiley, edited by Howard Teichman with continuity by George Faulkner. The musical score was composed and conducted by Lynn Murray. The entire production was under the direction of George Zachary. Others heard on today's broadcast with Mr. Hernandez were Maurice Ellis as Gabriel, Emery Richardson as the Reverend Deshay, Earl Sidner as Noah, Mercedes Gilbert as Noah's wife, John D. Battle as Pharaoh, and Elwood Smith as Adam. Others in our cast were Dorn Alexander, Valerie Black, Marshall Cole, Jr., Viola Dean, Georgette Harvey, Juan Jose Hernandez, Avon Long, Janice Long, John Marriott, Pauline Myers, Ken Renard, and Milton Williams. Next week, Abe Lincoln in Illinois. The Ford Theater is presented by the Ford Motor Company, makers of Ford, Mercury, and Lincoln cars, and Ford trucks, farm tractors, and motor coaches. This program came to you from the NBC studios in Radio City, New York.